Welcome back to Dedicated to Growth. Today I have another solo episode for you coming to you from Bali. I am going to be answering some of the most frequently asked questions that I've been getting since being in Bali. I have been here for about three weeks now, which is really crazy. Time has definitely flown and I'm just going to be covering a lot of the different topics, answering some questions. This is going to be a short, sweet to the point episode, just kind of answering the questions and And yeah, I'm really excited for what's to come. I'm actually, I am at the point now, if I'm being completely honest, where I am, I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to come back home. Um, I've had some incredible experiences. I've learned a lot about myself and I'm going to be talking about that in this podcast, but also a lot more as I do come back to the States as well. Um, And that's going to be kind of something I dive into is kind of what I've learned about myself while traveling solo and traveling in a completely different country. And I will say Bali is very, very tourist friendly. It's very safe. It's a very easy place to travel to, especially coming from the United States. Um, Most people speak English, even if it's not very good English, and it's very, very tourist friendly. It feels very safe here. It feels safe to walk around in the evening, at night. It feels safe to walk early in the morning. Um, The crime rate is very low in Bali. But anyways, let's dive into it. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know if you do. And yeah, let's start off with kind of how I'm feeling ready to, I think I'm ready, about ready to come back to the States. I think three weeks was a really good amount of time. I feel like I've definitely immersed myself in life here and it was quite easy for me to immerse myself into the culture and the life here, Um, especially because it is very, very, um, it's a very open culture. Everyone is very friendly, very welcoming, very nice in Bali. And I've definitely traveled. I've traveled a lot out of the country. I've been to about 13 different countries. And I will say Bali has probably the most like welcoming culture I've ever been um, like kind of immersed in. The people are just very friendly. And it seems like they genuinely love to have people here visiting um, and other places especially around Europe I definitely didn't feel like that in all of the places I traveled to Um, but I did hit a point probably about three three and a half weeks in where I kind of just hit a point where I was like okay I feel like I am kind of ready to go back I think a month is a really long time um, and it's been hard to keep up with it's good. I, honestly, it's been hard to kind of keep up with everything in my life. Like I, I prioritize my work from about, I've been waking up at like between 2.30 and 3 a.m. to like 7 a.m. So I've been prioritizing working at least like five hours per day. I kind of, I'll work for like four hours in the morning and then probably work another hour or two like later in the day. But I've been, I've been trying to keep up with everything, trying to keep up with my friendships, but obviously my work and my clients have to come first. So it's, it's felt a little bit stretched to like keep up with everything and everyone. And I think that's, caused me a little bit of anxiety and I've just kind of recognized that and sorry if it feels like I'm kind of rambling today I just thought I would like answer all the questions like how I'm feeling um but yeah it feels like it's been a little hard for me to keep up with everything being out of the country I've also recognized I have never actually taken like an actual vacation from my job so I think being here in like half the day because I am 15 hours ahead and technically a day ahead um half the day my clients are asleep so it it feels pretty good to have like five hours of the day where I'm not really so like I'm not I don't have to be on my phone I don't have to be checking my email I don't have to be checking my messages and I think maybe once a year it's a good thing to kind of step away for a couple days even um just because since I started my business about five years ago almost I haven't really taken even like three to five days like completely off just because obviously my work is 
interacting with my clients, answering questions, supporting my clients, helping them. And I love what I do. Like I, I truly do love what I do. It's really important to me. My clients are super important to me. So it doesn't ever feel like a chore to do that. It's just, I recognize that time off is important for me to be even more focused and even more um, engaged at all points. So I think that's been really cool to see, but I'm ready to see my friends. I'm ready to get back into a routine on the same time zone. Um, I am traveling moving forward. So that was kind of the question, the second question um, that I have been getting a lot. So I've teased it a little bit um, and I will share more information. I'm not going to kind of share everything right now, but uh, I'm actually not flying back to San Diego. I'm actually flying straight to Dallas. So um, the <laughs> little side note girl chat, the guy I was seeing before I left for Bali, it was pretty new, but he is someone I've known for a long time. So it wasn't, it wasn't super new. Like it was a new situation, but I've known him for a long time. So it happened fairly quickly. And anyways, he happens to be in Dallas, um, for a work, a work thing over the weekend. And my best friend, Shannon happens to live in Dallas. We're going to be doing a girly chit chat episode actually next week. So I'm really, really excited, um, for that. And she happens to live there. So when he asked me to come there, when I got back, it happened to be the weekend I got back. So I decided to move my flight and fly straight to Dallas. So I'm flying straight from Bali to Dallas. I'm in Dallas for about four days um, or four nights, I guess. Um, the travel back to the U.S., I will say, is really difficult. It's about it. So I leave Bali Monday or I guess it's technically Tuesday, but Monday at 1am. So Tuesday, early morning. Um, and then I get into Dallas Wednesday at 1am. So I'm in the, um, Seoul airport for five hours and I'm in the LAX airport for, uh, nine hours. So it's going to be a crazy travel day next week. So if you are coming to Bali, look at the flights, try to find something that doesn't have super long layovers because the layovers on the way back are really hard on the way here. It wasn't too bad. Um, but let's dive into my top tips for staying healthy while traveling. That's kind of the biggest question I've gotten. And you hear, you hear people talk all the time about balance and I talk all the time about balance because balance is something that I've taken a really, really long time to create for myself. And I remember when I was probably middle school, no, high school, I don't know, ninth grade. How old is that? Like 14, 13, 14 years old when I started learning about calories and macros. And I was very, very young, but this carried into my adult life. Um, when my family actually started to recognize that I did have issues with eating was actually on a vacation. It was really eye-opening because I had I had so much anxiety. I had so many fears surrounding being on vacation and not having control of the food that I was eating. And it was clearly evident to my family um, on this trip. I think I was probably a freshman in high school, actually, so probably around 14 years old. Um, and it was the first time I think anyone ever noticed, right? Um, because everyone's wrapped up in their own lives and things happen, shit happen. So no one really noticed until we were on a trip together. And I started to recognize, I really started to recognize that, again, it, 
I, I was so wrapped up in food and my body. I could not even enjoy that trip. I couldn't enjoy being with my family. I couldn't enjoy being in the moment with the people that I loved because I was so focused on food and what food I would have access to do to what food I wouldn't have access to. And that was my primary focus that entire time. Um, and I just bring that up because this trip has been so different. I truly have let go. I have not tracked a macro since I left San Diego. I've enjoyed myself, but I've used all of the tools from tracking macros for years to help me not track macros during this trip. And I think that's something that a lot of people underestimate, you know. Um, tracking macros is a tool. It's a tool to help you with understanding your body. It's a tool to help you, yes, control food if you have specific goals like fat loss or gaining muscle. If you want to gain fat, or sorry, if you want to gain muscle, you have to be in a slight calorie surplus and you want to eat the proper balance of protein, carbs, and fat in order to optimize muscular performance and recovery. If you want to lose fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. So you want to make sure that you are eating less than your body is currently needing to maintain. So that's why you track macros, right? You track macros to have control over your nutrition. But when you're tracking macros consistently for quite some time, which for me was actually years, but for most people, it's about three to six months of consistency. You start to really understand food. You know what a balanced meal looks like. You know how to have a protein source, a carb source, a fat source, and generally a vegetable at each main meal. Um, And you know how to balance your meals throughout the day. You know that if you're having a very, very high carb breakfast, like In Bali, we're having a lot of smoothies and acai bowls and juices and things that are very, very high in carbohydrates. I know if for breakfast I have a acai bowl, I'm probably going to have something a little bit higher protein and a little bit lower carb at lunch because I don't need to have a super high carb breakfast and a super high carb lunch. It's just having a little bit more understanding with yourself, I think, just so that you can recognize like, okay, when I'm at these different phases of my life or my fitness journey or whatever it might be that you can have a little bit hopefully more balance and a little bit more understanding with yourself i also knew okay i am in a completely different culture the food here is absolutely incredible it's also very fresh so it depends on where you're traveling as well i will say that the food here is fresh Um, it's very, very nutrient dense. It's not hard to find healthy options because most of the options here are extremely healthy. And I think that definitely makes me feel a lot more confident with it as well, because I, I am confident with going out to eat and indulging a little bit more because I know that there's very nutrient dense options. And even if it's higher carb than I'm used to, or I'm eating more calories than I'm used to, my body is responding well to these foods because they are very high in nutrients. So I think that's another point here that, again, it it is a factor. Like, it depends on where you're traveling. Within the U.S., generally, when you're indulging, it's not going to be as nutrient-dense. I will say that. It generally won't be. I mean, sometimes, for sure. But you just want to be mindful of the quality of the food that you're eating as well because that definitely makes a very big difference in how you feel. Um, I think for me, just knowing that the food that I'm consuming is very high in nutrients and my body is getting a balance of carbs, protein, and fat every day, it makes me feel a lot more confident. So that's something you definitely want to pay attention to as well. I don't think it's a make or break by any means. Um, like when, when you're traveling, you have to think about the experiences that you want to have, right? Because this is something that... I won't probably experience again, at least not anytime soon. I mean, never say never, who knows, but 
anytime soon. I'm not coming back to Bali anytime soon. This is not something that's going to happen for me every month. I want to enjoy these experiences. I also want to be an example for all of you who, who can understand that when you are traveling and you are trying to enjoy yourself, this is something that you are able to do and then come home and get right back into your routine. I think that's a really important thing to remember as well. A lot of my clients, I think a lot of anxiety when traveling comes from not feeling as in control. And I think that's completely valid because that's how I felt especially at the beginning of my fitness journey. I didn't feel like I was in control when I was traveling. I didn't feel like I was in control of my progress. But just understand, like if you're traveling for a week or two weeks, or generally people take one to two vacations a year, um, maybe, um, you're, you're going to want to enjoy that time and make the most of it. It's not a time when you want to have complete control because when you come back from this trip, when you get back into your routine, the gym will still be there. Your goals will still be there. And as long as you thoroughly enjoy that vacation, you won't have any regrets. You really won't. Um, yes, I anticipate coming back. Maybe the scale went up a little bit. Maybe my water retention went up a little bit. Maybe I'm not feeling 100% physically, but I know that after a couple of weeks back in my normal routine, I will feel back to 100%. And that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on reestablishing my routine when I get home. I'm going to focus on drinking a lot of extra water. And especially because I am going to be then traveling to Dallas, there's obviously going to be a lot of factors here out of my control. So I'm going to focus on what I can, right? What can I control when I'm traveling back? I can bring along some healthier snacks that I find. I can go to a grocery store when I get to Dallas and pick up some protein bars, um, some fresh fruit and vegetables. I can try to control some factors. And then when I'm eating out, I can focus on having, again, a protein, carb, fat, and veggie source at every single meal. This is my philosophy. This is what I teach my clients. This is how I teach my clients. I do not want my clients to feel restricted, but I want them to know that, hey, if I'm traveling and I have a specific fitness goal, like if... For me personally, I I would plan to not track macros and not focus on a specific fitness goal when I'm traveling, but say I have a client who has a specific fitness goal, they're very focused on losing a specific amount of weight, and then they decide to travel, I would probably encourage them to track probably five days a week so that they have a little bit more control. It's not going to be perfect, of course, but they'll have a little bit more control and a little bit more mindfulness, so they will probably feel a lot more confident when they're traveling as opposed to someone who isn't working on a specific goal at that moment and doesn't need to have as much control. So it depends on the person. It depends on the situation. And I think for a lot of people that can cause a lot of anxiety, but just having an understanding of yourself too, that it is temporary and your weight will always come off. It can always come off. And I think for many, it's just about having that understanding with yourself and just knowing that as long as you focus on those like daily essentials. So for me, my daily essentials would be moving my body, walking. So no matter what I'm doing, if I'm traveling, if I'm at home, um, it, I think just making sure you have those daily, daily habits in place. So walking, um, making sure you're having, for me, it's like three to four servings of veggies per day, making sure I'm moving my body in some way. So like today, for example, I woke up feeling pretty sore and run down. The beds here are not great and my body is not loving it. Um, so I'm not going to work out, but I am going to go and take a walk and I'm going to try to hit my 10,000 steps and I'm going to be mindful of my activity levels because even though I'm not making it into the gym, I'm still finding a way to 
get active. Uh, my second non-negotiable is water. I'm always drinking water here. So making sure you're having that gallon of water per day, which does make a huge difference in inflammation, bloating, and water retention, as well as digestion. Um, and then making sure I'm having my balanced meals. So every single meal that I have, I want to have a protein, carb, fat, and veggie source. That's my daily non-negotiables, and that's something that makes a huge difference in my my um, health and wellness journey and how I feel throughout the day and my energy levels and how my body responds in general. So these are definitely things to pay attention to. All right, let's move on to the next topic, which is kind of how I feel traveling solo versus traveling when my sister was here. I think I had a good balance of both. I actually really love solo travel, but I also recognize that within myself, I I am pretty extroverted. I do very well with people and I love people um, and I love my sister. And I think it was a really cool thing to be able to experience part of this trip with her. Um, she has never traveled out of the country before. So this was actually her first time out of the country. So it was actually very cool being able to be with her for that experience and experience it with her and see her in a new culture. And it was a cool experience. Um, my friends, Hallie and Hector are coming tomorrow. I am very picky with who I travel with. I will say that super picky with who I travel with for good reason. Um, I think it's really hard to travel with different personalities, different types of people. And it's good to have that understanding going into a trip and like the expectations of what that trip is. Um, with Hallie and Hector, they're both online coaches as well. So I know they're going to be really um, encouraging and supportive of me wanting to work. I think for a lot of people, um, what I see happen a lot of times is when I've traveled with people who maybe don't do online coaching or aren't on the same page as me, I feel a lot of guilt when I work or I feel a lot of guilt if I want to go do something. But with my sister, it's pretty easy because I can just say, Hey, I'm going to go do this. Like, do you want to join me or do you not want to join me? And with Hallie and Hector, I feel like we have a pretty good layout and I'm actually only with them for technically four and a half days. So it's not a very long time, which is good. It's a good balance of traveling solo and traveling alone. I actually really like the solo experience because I can just kind of be like, Oh, today I want to go do this and then this and then this and not have to think about how it's going to affect anyone else but I also realize that's a little bit of a selfish way of looking at things and I love to experience travel with other people it just has to be the right you have to really mesh with that person um and then when I get back I'm also going to be traveling for a month um so that's going to be another another big trip but it's within the U.S. it's not too far from California so it's going to be a little bit different and I'm traveling with someone who definitely supports everything I do runs their own business virtually um and I'm very very excited for that experience because I've actually never I've never dated someone who is also an entrepreneur who understands like how much we work and how important it is to like be in touch with your clients and have that kind of relationship with your business. Like my, my business is my passion. Like I truly love what I do and it's really cool to be dating someone who also feels the same way about his business. So it's going to be cool to travel with someone like that. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, last couple of questions I had were kind of how it's been running a business in Bali. I will say it, it is fine. Like I've worked remote. I've worked for about five years, almost five years online completely, but the time difference has been really hard. I'm 15 hours ahead. So it's been harder to answer my clients as quickly as I normally would. I feel pretty guilty about that, but my clients are obviously amazing and super supportive and they understand that like the middle of the night sometimes um so it's been fine and honestly I just feel like I've learned so much about myself since being here I've learned a lot about 
um, kind of things that I want to work on within myself that I think is really important for me to know. I'm, I'm definitely a pretty, I would say impatient person. And I think that's been kind of hard for me to really recognize and realize is I am a little bit of an impatient person. I'm very fast paced. And in Indonesia, the people that live here, as well as the, like, the Balinese people in the culture here, it is not fast paced at all. It is a very, I would just say like slower, slower pace of life. And I think it's a really good lesson for me to kind of learn how to slow down a little bit more, be more in the moment, be more aware. I think that's something I've always really struggled with just in life. I'm very, very fast paced, like onto the next, to the next, to the next. And being here has definitely helped me disconnect a little bit more from being always on my phone or always working or always having to be doing something, um, which has been really cool to see. I've learned a lot about myself and a lot about how to be more present and in the moment, which I think has been so helpful. Um, but that's probably been the biggest lesson. I'm so grateful for this experience. I'm so grateful for my clients. I'm so grateful to be here, be in Bali, experience all of this. I'm going to be recording another podcast next week um, with Hallie. So we're going to be recording a podcast as well on some fitness myths in the industry, traveling, staying on track with your goals, all that good stuff. So I appreciate you guys so much for listening. I know this was a shorter episode, but I just wanted to answer some of these questions a little bit more in depth and I'll see you in the next one.